Is there an area in your business that you've deemed a fail, but maybe you haven't gotten enough no's to get that yes? Like I let no's drive my desire to go harder, to do more. So when I did that outreach campaign last fall, I didn't give up on outreach. I just decided you're listening to the Solopreneur Hustle a community that connects you with the resources you need to take the hustle out of solopreneurship. I'm your host, Nia Lewis, a business coach based in Charleston, South Carolina. The Solopreneur Hustle has a new Streamline Your Business Bootcamp that'll walk you through how to increase your income while decreasing the amount of time you spend working in your business. Subscribe to our email list today using the link in the description for this episode to get instant access to our free Streamline Your Business Bootcamp. All right, let's jump into this week's episode. Hey, y'all, welcome to episode 144 of the Solopreneur Hustle podcast. So today's episode is inspired by some journaling I've been doing So as you all know, or if you just started listening, then I'm letting you know that I'm really into journaling. And for me, journaling is my way of just clearing my mind, decluttering my thoughts, and really just organizing my ideas about where I'm at in life and business. And so today's episode is going to be about three lessons I wish I knew sooner about business as I reflect on my journey, how far I've come, and how far I feel I have to go. So this episode is going to be kind of a peek inside some things that I've been journaling about relating to my experience as a solopreneur. And today, as I share these three lessons I've been journaling about, I'm also going to share with you a journal prompt that you can journal about that may help you to also reflect on some of these lessons I've learned. And maybe you can apply some of these lessons to your life and your experience. If you're not into journaling, this could be an opportunity to just use these questions to just think and reflect, maybe in meditation or when you pray. But if you've never journaled, I really do recommend it. If you think that you'd find value in writing out your ideas, a lot of times when you're just thinking about things, it's too much to have it all packed in your brain. And so I really benefit from getting it down on paper. I love going to TJ Maxx and Every year or really several times a year, I'll buy new cute journals at TJ Maxx or maybe Marshalls or Ross. And I just enjoy dedicating my business thoughts to one journal where I can read back through it at the end of the year and say, oh my God, I was so worried about this. And I'm not even focused on that girl. Why were you so stressed about that? You know, and so journaling is also my way to kind of track my thoughts and my ideas and to track how I'm even evolving as a person and as an entrepreneur. All right, so here's the first lesson I wish I recognized sooner about business. It doesn't matter how many times you fail, you only have to get it right once. So this lesson has really manifested in my life and in my business so many ways. Just recently, I was reading back through my old journals from like two and three years ago And I was just overcome with all of this doubt and worry and, oh my gosh, this isn't working out the way I want to. And to be honest, I was reminded of so many things that I have forgotten about, you know, like small fails with clients or things that I would be up at night thinking about that literally don't even matter now. 
like the stepping stones that got me to where I am today, the little failures that happened along the way that I thought were big failures that I thought were going to be the end all be all of my business. At the end of the day, those failures don't really matter. They've shaped who I am and taught me a lot of things, but the success that I'm experiencing right now really trumps all of those failures that I got down on myself about years ago. Like even last year, there were things that I felt, oh my gosh, like this isn't working out. I have to pivot. I have to try something new. But again, it doesn't matter how many times you fail. You literally only have to get it right once. I mean, 20 people can tell you no and close doors in your face, but it really only takes one person to tell you yes. Now that I'm thinking about it, this lesson really also relates to something that happened to me this weekend. So me and my husband were out on a little date night Friday night. And when we got home, I just randomly refreshed my email on my phone and I saw an email response to a company I had reached out to, to collaborate with like literally a year ago, I emailed them in, in November of 2021. And they just finally responded to my email a year later. And I can't speak about the collaboration just yet because it's still in the works. But isn't it crazy how the work you put in that you think you failed at somehow a year later, it works out like I just couldn't even believe my eyes when I saw a response to my email from a year ago. Last year, I was doing a lot of outreach to get some collaborations going to tap into new audiences here with the Solopreneur Hustle podcast. I just wanted to reach more solopreneurs and I thought I could do that by way of creating some collaborations. And I sent probably a hundred emails to different companies. I had my virtual assistant even doing outreach for me. And out of all the emails we sent, we probably heard back from like one or two companies. And so in those moments last year, I was like, well, gosh, this outreach campaign didn't work out. I mean, yes, I got two people that reached back out, but generally I just felt like it was a big fail. Half of what I was thinking in that moment was me looking at the glass half empty instead of the glass half full. And I do see that now, but one of the biggest companies that we reached out to a year later actually ended up responding, which I think is just mind blowing. So that relates to the fact that, look, it doesn't matter how many times you fail or how many times you think you failed. It really only takes one person to give you an opportunity. You only have to get it right one time. All the things that happened to you in the past really don't matter. It's really just all about perspective and tenacity. You know, you have to keep pressing on even when it feels like nothing's working out. Somehow things are probably working out in your favor behind the scenes and there's someone talking about you in a room you haven't even stepped into yet. You know, everyone always says that and I totally believe that's true. So that's one lesson that has reigned true in my life, in my journey in business over and over and over again. 30 people can say no. You really only need one person to say yes for things to go to the next level for you. So don't give up. And so my question for you relating to this lesson in this moment is, is there an area in your business that you've deemed a fail, but maybe you haven't gotten enough no's to get that yes? Like I let no's drive my desire to go harder, to do more. So when I did that outreach campaign last fall, I didn't give up on outreach. I just decided to approach outreach in a different way. I pivoted. So instead of sending cold emails, I 
really threw myself into networking more to make connections, to work on building mutually beneficial relationships. And by way of that, I ended up accomplishing some of my collaboration goals. And then now, a year later, the work I did put in last fall when I thought nothing was working, it's started to manifest. I am getting responses to at least some of those emails now. Just this weekend, I got a response to one email that I sent a year ago. So, so often we look at our situation and say, oh, this was a fail. Guess it wasn't for me. When maybe you weren't consistent at that enough to really allow yourself to get results. Again, you can fail 30 times. And again, failure, it's really just all about perspective. I don't think anything is truly a fail because it's always a learning, a, a learning opportunity, really. But if in your mind you think there's some area where you failed, what if if you just use that same idea but pivoted to get a different result, maybe you could accomplish that goal. So that's the thought I want you to sit on here today relating to that lesson. All right, here is the second lesson that I wish I knew sooner about business. It's really shaped who I've become as an entrepreneur. Procrastination steals confidence. Consistent action leads to more confidence. So I was just sharing with my husband a few weeks ago that 2022, I feel, has been my year. Like y'all know that Issa Rae video that was going around last year on Instagram, like it's me season. This year for me felt like me season. Like this has been the year that I felt the most confident about my purpose, about my business, just confident as a woman in general. And so I was reflecting on what has led to this newfound confidence that I'm just enjoying and a confidence that I'll never let slip away. (laughs) And I realized that the reason why I felt so confident is because I've been keeping more promises to myself. Often we think confidence is someone else's fault, or we think our lack of confidence is relating to something that isn't related to it at all. It's really just about the fact that we tell ourselves we're going to do things and we fall short, leaving ourselves high and dry. I had a lot of things last year that I said I was going to do, but the end, the end of the year came around. It was January 2022, and I realized that, you know what? These are some areas that I have to be real with myself and say, look, you haven't been showing up here. And you, because you're not showing up, it's not only impacting your business, it's impacting your money. <laughs> It's impacting your confidence. It's impacting your ability to really own your value. You're not keeping promises to yourself. And so how can you expect other people to take a chance on you if you're not even showing up for you? (laughs) And so I realized that the things I was procrastinating on and not showing up to do were affecting so many areas of my life, mainly my confidence. And once I started keeping promises to myself, all of a sudden, I felt better about my business, so I talked about it better. I felt better about the results I was getting in my business, so I promoted more. I felt more confident about this podcast, so I was telling more people about it just in conversation. Like When you feel good about yourself, that will result in attracting more opportunities, more money, more more everything. I mean, it's just feeling more confident has just allowed me to attract more in all areas of my life that are important to me. So the question I want you to sit on right now, if you want something to journal about or think about or reflect on is this, 
Are there any areas in my business or in my life as a whole where I'm not showing up for myself 100%? Are there any broken promises that any promises I've made to myself that I've broken? And how can I be more consistent with keeping promises to myself? I promise if you stop procrastinating on the things that you know are important to you, the things that can help you be better, the things that really are meaningful for you, for your life, for your being, this will lead to so much more confidence. And before I share our last lesson for today, I want to remind you all that I've just opened the doors to monetize your value, my course creator academy for solopreneurs. If you are ready to create a stream of passive income, you have knowledge that you're sitting on that you need to get out into the world, I think you should create an online course. Creating online courses has allowed me to turn my knowledge into a stream of income that makes me money in my sleep. Inside Monetize Your Value, I share how to overcome fears about teaching. I share how to create your online course without any tech experience. You don't have to be a tech expert to create an online course. I promise it is more simple than you think. I share marketing strategies I use to keep my funnel of leads for my online course coming in consistently. So if you're ready to learn how to create, market, and sell an online course that can create more freedom for you so you don't always feel the pressure to work 24-7, then you need to be inside Monetize Your Value. We have built-in discussions where you can ask questions in real time. The course is completely self-paced and you can complete it on your own time from your phone while you're doing laundry. It's super flexible. And once you sign up, you have access to all of our discussions and course content for up to a year. Click the link down below to register for Monetize Your Value, my course creator academy for solopreneurs. Go to www.thesolopreneurhustle.com forward slash monetize your value to learn more about the course. All right, so here is the last lesson that I want to share with you all today that I've been journaling about that's really shaped my experience as an entrepreneur. You don't have to know where you're going to get started. Ooh, y'all. When I tell y'all this is probably the most important of all these lessons that I really wish I knew sooner. So when I first started my business, I put put all this pressure on myself to feel like I had to have everything figured out in the beginning. I thought that to put myself out there, I needed to know what I was talking about in all facets. I thought, oh, people aren't going to take me seriously if I don't seem like I have all my stuff together. You know, all of these lies that I told myself that really kept me feeling not quite as sure of myself and confident in my vision for my business. Now, it's important to have a vision, okay? And, you know, sometimes that vision isn't very clear, but you have to have something that get you up, get you going, just a bigger picture idea. And I always had that, but I was just always unsure of how I was going to get there. I would always stress myself out about, oh my God, like, how is this going to work out? Like worrying myself. And what I've discovered is that when you put yourself out there, the right opportunities will come to you. Since I started putting myself out there more and owning my value all of a sudden I'm con- starting to connect with people and, and opportunities that I couldn't even have dreamed up or imagined myself. Like there are opportunities out there for you that will create space for you 
if you just put yourself out there. And often the ideas for the opportunities or steps that you think it'll take to make your goal happen, there's probably something else out there that you haven't even had the knowledge to think of. Like I couldn't even make up some of the emails I get people asking me to speak places or asking me to collaborate with them on different things. Like some of these things I wouldn't even have imagined up myself. Like it wouldn't even have been something that I put on my vision board or wrote down in my planner as a goal. Some of these things are just like, wow, like (laughs) I didn't even know that opportunity would be available to me. And so you don't have to have all the pieces figured out to get started. You don't have to know where you're going to just take that first step. You may have no idea how it's going to manifest, but if you have the idea, there's a seed that's been planted in you for a reason. And so it's a disservice to you to not take action and just trust that you have something that needs to get out there. You know, you don't have to have it all figured out. And I really wish I knew that sooner Most people don't know what they're doing, okay? Like once you start putting yourself out there and having conversations with other entrepreneurs, we are all figuring it out. No one has a crystal ball that says, all right, like I know next year, this projection, there's 100% of a chance that this is going to happen. No one has everything figured out and no one is 100% sure of themselves. We are all just trying to make it (laughs) and hoping things will go the way we envision, but I just I just wish I knew sooner that no one has things figured out and that I don't have to have everything figured out to just put myself out there and take the first step. So my question for you that I think it would be helpful to reflect on right now is this. In what areas of my business am I pressuring myself to have everything figured out when I could instead be putting that energy towards taking action. If you're using your energy to worry yourself, to pressure yourself, to make yourself feel bad about having not having all the answers, I mean, that's energy you're taking away from energy you could be putting towards figuring out how to take action. You know, you're getting down on yourself about not feeling like everything's together when you don't have to have everything together. That's unnecessary pressure in moments you could be taking action. So that's something to reflect on. All right, that is all I have for you all today. I hope this episode brought value to you. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean a lot to me if you would leave the podcast a review on the Apple Podcast app. If you were listening on your iPhone, if you're not listening on your iPhone, you can head over to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash hustle and actually leave us a review on Facebook. That would also be super helpful. Leaving us reviews helps more solopreneurs discover the podcast. All right. I hope you all have a good week. Continue to move onward, upward, and forward. Until next time. Hey, y'all. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. To stay connected between episodes, subscribe to our email list using the link in the description for this episode. Follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Solopreneur Hustle. And don't forget to share the Solopreneur Hustle podcast with a boss friend. I hope you have a great week and thank you for supporting the Solopreneur Hustle podcast. Until next time.